Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328-800-293-0328-800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific 3 Eastern, Sunday 3 Pacific 6 Eastern, Saturday mornings. Jim Valley, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern. And it is Wednesday here on the show. And you know what that means? Tonight, AEW Dynamite. Talked about the show yesterday. Preview and more here today. Of course, last night also, everybody's favorite show, NXT. And it was a good show. Becky Lynch, Tiffany Stratton match was a very good match. The tournament matches. Although the Akira Tozawa match was only about two minutes. But the uh, Tyler Bate match was great. A lot of good stuff on the show. We could talk about that, as well as a lot of news. A lot of news stemming from the sale of WWE to Endeavor, including a Nick Khan podcast appearance with Bill Simmons, in which, man, a lot of words were said. Man, does that Nick Khan have a lot of words. He also had words about CM Punk. So we'll tell you about that. We've got a lot of ratings notes as well. Monday Night Football has kicked off. And man, they beat the stuffing out of Monday Night Raw on Monday night. Holy smokes. It uh, destroyed the show. We'll tell you about that. We've also got an update from Brian Danielson about his in-ring future. You remember Brian Danielson on Collision basically said, you know, this is it. We're on the last year here. And uh, a lot of people didn't believe it, including friends of his. But uh, he clarified today, so we'll tell you about that. Also, it's a sad day when me and Dana White are on the same page. But Dana White comments on Lawrence Epstein's claim that, you know, we're going to try and get all of these UFC and WWE fans to just love everything. The WWE fans will love UFC and vice versa. Man, Dana did not agree with that. And uh, plenty more. NXT TV report at the end of the show. Lots to get into. So back in a moment to kick it off, Wrestling Observer Live. Jim. 
Jim Gaffigan here with some more straight talk. Let's take a moment to appreciate our sweet children, loving grandparents, and eternal soulmates. Now let's use them to save money on wireless. Because with the Straight Talk Silver Plan, you get four lines for just $25 a month with unlimited data and no contracts. So add those human pawns, I mean loved ones, and save money. Thanks, kids. They're finally worth it. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Get four lines on Silver Unlimited for $25 per line per month, plus taxes and fees. For data management practices and additional terms, visit straighttalk.com. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Are you looking to sell your house? Call 1-800-SELL-FAST to request a free all-cash offer. We can buy your house in days, and you don't even have to clean or fix anything. There are no commissions or closing costs, no agents, no open houses, and no banks to deal with. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST or visit sellfast.com to request your cash offer. There's no obligation. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST. That's 1-800-735-5327. Or visit sellfast.com to get your free cash offer. SellFast is a home buyer referral service. Each office independently owned and operated. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. We'll do the NXT report at the end of the show, but spoiler, everybody. Becky Lynch is the new NXT Women's Champion. And uh, it was a really good match. I mean, it was a really good match. They didn't have a ton of time. I think they went about uh, maybe 12 minutes or so. But I thought Becky did a great job. I thought Tiffany did a great job. The fans were super into it. They worked their asses off. They did not go halfway. And uh, Becky won with the manhandle slam. She's the new champion. And it was a very good main event. So we'll go over the rest of that later on. 
But first, there's a lot of news about this sale. Old Nick Khan, a man of many words, was on Bill Simmons' podcast. And he said that, well, a lot of things, actually. Both WWE wrestlers and UFC fighters will stay separated while acknowledging there are cases like Lesnar and Ronda Rousey who uh, have done both. But that's a a once-in-a-decade situation, he says. He said, Vince McMahon is progressing quite well, and to assume he is rehabbing from his major back surgery, quote, faster than he should be. He was present Tuesday with his, his mustachioed face at the launch of TKO on the New York Stock Exchange. Boy, was he ever. Put over how similar the backgrounds of both McMahon and Dana White are, how they had to fight to get to the inside from the outside. Yeah, Vince had a real fight. Dad on the company. Well, he doesn't see other questioning the other's respective booking. He does see them working together on event production and promotion and how to make a joint production, quote, the biggest in the world. Asked about how Stephanie McMahon left the company, Khan reiterated the previous statements about how he would have loved to have had her still with the WWE, but it was her decision to leave when Vince returned. I respect the decision, he said. I wish she hadn't done that, and she knows that from me personally. She's a terrific executive, a terrific person. That's her decision. Her relationship with Vince is theirs, and once she made it, I have total respect for the decision. Simmons then jokingly suggested she come back in an affair storyline with Test, which Khan had to correct him on by reminding Simmons that Test passed away years ago. So there you go. Yep. It has taken you everything to try to muster up the energy to get through this day and to get through the word salad of Nikon. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of words. I mean, I got more it's... words. Oh, yeah. I mean, Yeah, look, he talked I... about CM Punk. You want to hear these words? Sure. He was asked by ESPN if WWE would be interested in CM Punk making a return to the company. Even though he's a man of many words... Khan didn't offer much of an answer either way. Listen, he said, we only have respect for Phil. We appreciate his run here. We appreciate what he did and tried to do with the UFC. Not many people can actually get in there and do what he did. So when we have respect for Phil, we wish him nothing but the best. That's it. And people were... Making fun of him for that. I mean, what do you expect him to say? You know, he's very political with his words. He's I expect him careful. to say nothing most of the time, to be honest. Well, I mean, yes, but he's going to do so with the most vocabulary that he can shove up there. So you got to, you know, he's going to be doing that. It's like Tony Khan. It's like any other promoter and manager of business who's, you know, very good at these things. And look, look at his career path that Nick Khan has taken. He knows how to sweet talk people. He knows how to double talk. He knows when to say things and when not to, and when to actually give them gravitas and substance and when not to. And he essentially gave a non-answer here that people were, for whatever reason, flustered about in some circles yesterday when the non-answer is really the best one. It wouldn't be up to him anyway. What does he have to do with creative at all? Nothing. If Vince or somebody wants CM Punk back, then he will be back. But considering how he left, I'm sure he was coached up on 
Yeah, you, you'll probably be getting this question, and why don't you just go ahead and give a non-answer answer, and that he did. We also had uh, Dana White, this is from Post Wrestling, they uh, transcribed this. You know, Dana is quite a fella, you know, some people really just hate him, and, uh, you know, some of these, you know, hardcore UFC fans really love the guy, but he's a, he's, he's a guy, and so, you know, sometimes he's a complete idiot, a complete idiot, and sometimes he's a very straight shooter, and, uh... Yesterday well, you can be both. You can be you a can be both. shooter of course and an you idiot. Can. Well, of course you yeah. can, because he is. So uh, Lawrence Epstein yesterday, COO of uh, UFC. So keep in mind, there's a UFC COO that said this. He was a guy that said, you know, we're looking to get to the point where every UFC fan is a WWE fan, and every WWE fan is a UFC fan. And Dana White said to UFC SVP and COO Lawrence Epstein, and I quote here, Lawrence, I love you. One of the dumbest statements of all time. Yep. I don't know why he said that. I don't even know what to say to that. Nope. There's some crossover. Some people like WWE. Some people like UFC. Some people like both. I don't think there's ever going to be a day where we turn every UFC fan into a WWE fan or every WWE fan. What's beautiful about this synergy between these two fan bases is they are completely opposite. There's very little crossover. Maybe he was misquoted, Dana says. I oh hope that's God. the case because I could not disagree with him more. He's an idiot. He's an idiot for this reason. We talk about Nick Khan being too political with his answers. This is when you may want to add some politics to your answers. Not saying that Dana White will. He was actually Why much more rude than I was yesterday. After all of these years, the man is not going to change. The same way you're not going to change, Brian Alvarez. But from if you're looking at this from an executive point of view, if you're looking at this from a financial point of view, of course you want every UFC fan to be a WWE fan. You want every WWE fan to be a UFC fan. You want every fan who's not a fan of either one of those things to become fans of those things that buys things. So I get what Dana White is saying. And in real practice, for the most part, he's right. But with that said, in this new world that he's in, even though, God knows, you can slap your wife on New Year's Eve and get away with it scot-free, when it comes to, you know, the financials of this new TKO, I, I wonder if he will get maybe a little bit of a talking to to maybe phrase things a little bit differently. Doubt it. Of course not. Bet you $100 he didn't get he in won't. trouble for smacking his wife. There was no push to have him discipline anybody that sounded like another idiot on, you know, another fight idiot on the show Saturday night, last Saturday night. It is ridiculous. So if you're somebody that was hoping for a new WWE when Vince was gone, not only did he come back, I mean, it is going to be galvanized under Ari and under this TKO Endeavor group. It's just, it is... Vince and Dana running wild, saying what they want, doing what they want, hiding under the guise of, well, this is what promoters do. Look at Don King. Look at this person. Look at that person. It's absolute insanity to me. Hey, and listen. I, I don't know. He didn't, need to, he didn't need to say it was the stupidest thing he'd ever heard. But he's not wrong. And I, I, I still don't know why yes, Lawrence he, Epstein look, said he, that. He, 
Look, you're not going to make every UFC fan a WWE fan and vice versa. That, w- that was, quite frankly, a stupid thing to say. But you could have been nicer it about stupid? it. Why is it a stupid thing to say when that's the exact... Look how much money they're... Think about this, Brian. They're trying to move away from Fox if they don't get the money because the stockholders expect money. The bottom line is money with all this stuff. And it's not about fighting or wrestling for some of these guys. It's about money and growth of the company. So I'm sorry those things, you know, smash heads sometimes, but it doesn't make what he said a stupid statement. It doesn't make it realistic, it's but it doesn't make it statement. stupid. It's not based in reality, this person notes. That's true. That'd be like if I said, you know, <clears throat> next year we're going to be a trillion dollar company. I love how we're battling. I got a lot of people I'm going to sign up next year. We're going to be a, a trillion dollar company. And I'm going to make sure I pay Mike a billion dollars. <laughs> You'd go on Carl's podcast and go, what a stupid thing to say. Golly. I You're afford full it. of them. Believe me, I've said it about you before. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-433-0539. That's 800-433-0539. Paid for by Fix My Student Loans. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. 
Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008. That's 800-211-6008. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Brian Danielson. Clarified some of the comments he made on Collision at his in-ring future. He said to Sports Illustrated, he is potentially closing up shop next summer. He says, in my mind, it's around August of next year. My daughter will say, Daddy, are you going to be done wrestling when I turn seven? And I'll respond, well, not exactly when you turn seven, but I'll be on the home stretch. However, he does say, he does not believe he will ever truly retire for good. He expanded on what his in-ring future could look like. He said, I don't think I'll ever reach a point where I declare I am absolutely done. I want the ability to show up what I want to show up. Terry Funk is someone I always admired. He retired a million times, but he loved it so much he couldn't help but keep doing it. And he did it when he wanted. For me, it might be a couple times a year, or it could be years in between matches. I didn't get a chance to do all in this year. I would like the chance next year. We'll have a show, Wrestle Dream, October 1 in Seattle, where I'm wrestling Zach Sabre Jr. If we have another one next year in Seattle, maybe it will be then. My daughter turns 7 in May, so it's a good time to close down the shop. He says there's still much that he wants to do, such as wrestle for Defy in his hometown. I always thought I'd wrestle until the day I die, he said, but it's not going to be this regular weekly wrestling which actually he's not even doing now. I don't even know if it's going to be wrestling at big shows. I've always wanted to wrestle at Defy in Seattle. How easy would it be for me to call the promoter and pop in some weekend? I can tell you, easy. Wouldn't even need to promote me. I could come in, surprise people, do my thing. Well, let, let's, uh, Brian, like, uh, if we're talking about a promotional thing here, no, let's promote you, please. Let's, let's make money here. This is a realization. Well, the problem is they sell out virtually every show, so I'm not even sure if you even need to promote the guy. Meet and greet, brother. Meet and greet. You and him. This you, him, Nick Wayne. Let's go. It's a realization over the past year. I'm getting hurt after every big match that I have. That's a sign, he says. I love wrestling, but I do not want to wrestle at the expense of my long-term health. Did the Iron Man match with Max. Then I didn't wrestle again till Anarchy in the arena. Even that was a lot of smoke and mirrors. Then I wrestle Okada. I break my arm. The injuries are piling up. At one point, at what point is it not worth the risk? Especially when my kids want and need me at home. Hey, it's all getting old, but you know, you got a family at home you got to think about. And as long as his body can stay together, I mean, you remember Haruka Eigen and uh, uh, Momota in Noah? Like, they were in their 60s, they were still doing the spit spot. So if Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, I'm sorry, WWE did that to me. If Brian Danielson 
wants to wrestle Zack Sabre Jr. 15 years from now, 20 years from now, I guarantee you they'll be able to do it as long as they're, you know, physically together enough. They can do all the smoke and mirrors in the world. So there's still Arena Mexico he wants to go to. There are a lot of things like the Defy show that I'm sure he would love to do. So I don't know how long this contract is for. I don't really, you know, keep those things in a file in my mind or anything like that. But I could bet you I would be willing to go out on a limb to say that this may be the final wrestling, at least, contract that he ever has. Now, if he could stay with AEW, it would probably be a great thing, you know, for his, you know, creative mind. It would probably be good for us as viewers at home, and it would certainly be beneficial for them. And having a deal like that where he's able to go and call a Defy or to call this person or that person and just pop up when he does feel physically able to, I mean, hey, Brian Danielson, to me, is the ultimate winner of pro wrestling. He really, really is. For a guy, again, you know, there are there have been a handful of winners in the world of pro wrestling over the years. He truly is the greatest and one of the greatest of all time. Terry Funk just passed away, and you have people that were saying for years, but now more than ever, he's the greatest professional wrestler of all time. You know what? There's a lot of people who grew up a lot later on, who are going to say that about Brian Danielson. I truly believe that. And he's really hard to argue, considering where he's gotten to and what he had to go through. Got Monday Night Football back. Yeah, baby. Buffalo Bills versus New York Jets game. 22 million viewers between ESPN ABC and ESPN2. Second largest audience in years for Monday Night Football. Raw... Drew the lowest total viewership number in the show's 31-year history for a regular episode on USA Network. 1.35 million viewers and a point four in 18 to 49. The only Raw ever to do a lower viewership number was a best-of show. The football number is the explanation, obviously. The hourly numbers... I bet Dana White would want all the football fans to become UFC fans. Sure. 1.37 million first hour. 1.37 million first hour. Hey. 1.40 million second hour. And a 1.29 million third hour. I don't know if I ever have seen 1.29 million. I think they might have done that once. But they dropped into the 1.2 million range for that third hour of Raw. Mm -hmm. I mean, not pandemic. <laughs> you know, that was as low as it got was during the pandemic. And I don't, I'm sure they probably did. But this was, you knew that game was going to be huge with Aaron Rodgers making his first start in New York and all the hullabaloo that went around it. And then it ends up being because he gets hurt right off the bat. You have that storyline added throughout the game. And then, Ultimately, the Jets end up winning with a, again, something you can't script in pro wrestling, or you could, but, you know, nobody would believe it, where a guy from the reality show Hard Knocks runs back a punt in overtime, and they end up winning the game. It was just a, it was a ridiculous night for, for Raw and for anything else to try to compete with what took place there. And actually, the uh, the other two shows, where's my collision number? Actually, we talked about Collision already. We did. We talked about I think it yesterday. There was another one we had to talk about. Uh, I didn't even bother writing it down. Must well, not have been okay. I'd say if you're going to look for Raw it, was just... the only one we need to talk about. 
I'll throw in here, you know, I don't know what next week looks like for Collision, but again, college football, it's hard to beat that. But when you look at the schedule this weekend, there are going to be people that are going to be watching anyway, but this is probably the least amount of resistance you're going to get on a Saturday for, you know, until football is over with. So, you know, if they want to put on a good show, now would be a really good time to do so. I'm not saying you're going to get north of 550,000 people or anything like that, but, you know, you have a chance to get over 475 just because of the lack of competition you're going to be facing, at least when it comes to good games. The person is hopefully NXT did a good number. Don't count on it. VMAs last night. Yeah. I don't think it's going to do all that great. The Royal Rumble will be coming from Tropicana Field, St. Petersburg, Saturday, January 27th. And believe it or not, we're thinking of going to the Royal Rumble this year, doing a Q&A out there in Tampa. So we'll see what happens. But uh, information on ticket sales will be announced in the coming weeks. They've opened up a mailing list for fans interested in the ticket presale. They'll be in town for, quote, an entire weekend of events across St. Petersburg, Clearwater, and Tampa. That includes the Monday, January 29th episode of Raw. Tampa's been a terrific market for WWE, says President, Vice President. WWE Executive Vice President of Live Events. Well, who's the president of Live Events? Do they have one? Why isn't he talking here? But anyway, he's very happy about uh, this event. So there you go. <laughs> they should do well. Every single wrestler in the world lives in Florida, for heaven's sakes. Frank Riddick III is out of here. Mm -hmm. After he got his money. Frank is a highly respected colleague, said Nick Khan. It has been a pleasure to work alongside him. We are grateful for his council support and dedicated years of service and wish him only continued success moving forward. In his future endeavors. He had been WWE's chief financial officer since 2021. He made $5 million off the uh, WWE Endeavor deal closing. Mm -hmm. Take the money and run, brother. Yeah, man. It's not what you make, it's what you save. You should know that as a financial planning and analysis fella. So he's he's gone. Frank Riddick the third. Frank For some A. Of those Riddick guys, the third. It really is about what they make. It's not about what they save because as long it's as always you have about enough, what you save. Well, I don't know. Don't you know anything about sports? Who, of all people, you should know about sports. A lot of people. How many people their, made so much money in sports and ended up in poverty? A lot of them. That is absolutely true. But with some of these guys in a Frank Riddick position, man, there are a lot of them who just. Boy, live on a lot of debt and spend other people's money. And as long as you have an outlet for your own money, you don't have to worry about like spending any money as long as you can continue to make it off somebody else. Brother, listen, if anyone out there has $100 million, you give it to me. And I will prove that I can spend $50 million of it in a week. And then I'll keep the other $50 million and save it. But it's just an exercise. In fact, if you give me $500 million, I can spend $250 million in a week. Quite effectively, I might add. There's many, many things that I could buy. Like what? Because, you know, I don't buy anything. So all those things I never bought in my life, I would I would buy. What have you never bought that you are Lots yearning and longing to buy? Well, I don't long for anything. But, I mean, I could buy something. I oh, could, you don't long I could for buy anything? a boat. Nothing? But I don't like boats, but I could buy one. I could no, buy a yacht. Was there ever anything in your life? That, or what is something in your life now where you go, man... 
I wish I could get a G wagon. I wish I could do this, but I just a can't G justify wagon. spending the money. Just something to spend the money. Like, what have you wanted? Where it's like, eh, I could do it, but eh, just a little too much. I'll, I'll hold on. Nothing. Nothing, Nothing ever. No, just satisfaction. Back in a moment with the NXT report. Observer Live. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Are you ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit PrizePicks.com/byline and use code byline. That's code byline, B Y L I N E at PrizePicks.com/byline for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078. 800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. NXT, everybody, everyone's favorite show. You should be watching this show. 
Opened up with Wesley and Ilya Dragunov in a number one contenders match. This match freaking ruled. Ilya Dragunov is becoming one of those guys where he doesn't just have a good match every time. He has a great match every time. And they had a great match. The usual Ilya, man, he beats the crap out of everybody. He hit this guy with a chop, and Wesley took a full flip bump off a chop, and it looked awesome. And so they go back and forth there at the end. It's just one big near fall after another. And uh, he goes for the torpedo. Wesley, it's the jumping knee. Dragunov stumbles back and then hits his falling forearm. It looked like he killed the guy. But he kicked out of that, and then finally he hits another form to the back of the head. I thought he decapitated poor Wesley, and he won. So it's Ilya Dragunov, Carmelo for the title, coming up here soon. And uh, this Wesley, he's a great wrestler, but his character is such a whiner. And so he lost this match, and so now he's quit. He took his name tag off his locker and threw it in the garbage, and he just quit. He even told his woman to come and get him. Wow. How about you just wrestle more and start winning, brother? Come on. What about all these other guys that don't win? They don't quit. Maybe that's why he's the way that he is. You know, you have all these people where he talks about opportunity and how hard he worked, but then, like, somebody who's his friend comes up and, you know, says, hey, how about you give me a match? And then he got all offended all the time about it. You know, maybe there's just a personality flaw there that he's got to go work on. Hopefully he doesn't go to the NXT kitchen to do it, though, because there was carnage taking place there. And we had uh, clips of Von Wagner getting killed, and they announced he had a minor skull fracture. Luckily, he moved slightly at the last moment to take away full impact. But due to his history of brain and skull surgery, is no timetable for his return. Man. They were heavy on it, weren't they? They even used hospital in the social hospital, media. Hospital, blood. They yeah. were talking about blood and black and whiting it so you didn't see the blood. Well, yeah, and then they, you know, they actually gave a reason as to what happened with the feed was they cut it because it was just too brutal. So we know NXT runs on a delay. Baron Corbin came out for a promo, and first he's like, man, horrible what happened last week. I saw it. It's just terrible. Braun, you're a horrible person. Braun comes out. And then, of course, you know, Baron Corbin says, Ah, man, it was freaking awesome. You crushed his skull. And they get in the ring and cheer. And then uh, Braun says, You know, Baron, you're an idiot. I I don't need you to approve what I do. I don't need your approval. Uh, He put me through a table last week, so I ended his career. I didn't do this for you. And so Corbin says, I'm just trying to be nice. I was even going to pay your fine, but clearly you don't want that. Wow, you're so evil, he says. How about you try ending an Olympic gold medalist career at Mania, ending another's before it even began? And Braun says, I don't care about your stupid accomplishments. And so they get going back and forth, and finally Corbin slaps him. The fans chant, you effed up. Braun slaps him. They get in a pull apart, and they're going to have a match. Which sounds to me like Corbin's kind of the baby face here. So I don't know why he didn't just do the promo about how mad he was about what uh, Braun had done to Vaughn and just been baby face there. But maybe he's going to be a heel, but whatever. You know what's amazing is this Miles Bourne? It's Briggs Jensen, Miles Bourne against Gulak Dempsey and Damon Kemp. And uh, to cut to the chase, this was an angle. You know, Miles is the, uh, you know, the young boy of Gulak Dempsey and Damon Kemp. But uh, Fallon talked him into teaming with her guys to take him on. But it was like all a swerve, and Miles turns on Briggs and Jensen, and the heels all all beat him down and everything like that. 
But um, I don't know if you guys have ever wrestled. Most of you haven't. But um, how in God's name do you wrestle and be deaf? Because, like, you can't hear anybody call spots. And, you know, you could say, well, you just choreograph the entire match. Well, it doesn't matter how much choreography you do. Something's going to go wrong. And when something goes wrong and you're both on a separate page, you can't call a spot and you can't hear a spot being called. I mean, you can verbally call the spot or whatever, but, I mean, did the guy hear you? What is he saying back? You you can't communicate. So uh, he's still in there working. So it's going to be very interesting to see, you know, how his career progresses because he can't call spots and he can't hear spots. So uh, anyway. Silento Rodriguez, but the only person of note in wrestling that I, I can think of off the top of my head who's who's been deaf, you know, like that. So interesting, you know, and you got to be, I would assume, you, you know, just – uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's very interesting, very interesting when it comes to wrestling. I've seen it with, like, Gallaudet football in Washington, D.C., where they have the big drums on the sidelines and, and things like that. It's just, it is a quite interesting of a thing. I did not know that about him till now. I mean, even when you, uh, you know, even when you're calling it in the ring, I mean, there's always times when, like, the referee needs to say something to you. The referee needs to give you how much time is left. The referee needs to tell you what the other guy is telling the ref to tell you. Can't do any of that. So that'll be interesting. Andre Chase met with uh, Duke Hudson, and he wants Duke to reach out to, uh, to uh, what's her Thea. face? Thea. Leah Lale. And uh, Thea's hanging out with JC, and Thea has uh, turned off her, her uh, you know, find, find me or whatever on the phone. Find my iPhone. Find my iPhone so he can't find her. And uh, they get hit on by some dudes, so they just beat him up. These idiot guys. And then Thea says, this is not my jam. Next week, next week, let's go shopping. And off they go. Dana Brooke and Lyra Valkyra. Fans don't like this Dana. Although, they did get dueling chance. So there was let's go Dana, Dana sucks chance. And Lyra made her comeback. Big kick. Hit the big splash. Got the pin. So Lyra wants a handshake afterwards. And, and Dana gives it to her. But as Lyra turns her back, Dana lunges, lunged at her. But uh, Kalani Jordan was there to hold her back. Where where was she at? Uh, at all in? Not only hold her back, but twist her around where she came back again. As Lyra looked back in the ring, and Dana had her big, fake, crazed smile on her face. So timing. And then we had an Eddie Thorpe promo. <laughs> this was so freaking weird, dude. So this is kind of things I love about NXT. Eddie Thorpe is mad at Dijak. Uh, and they're doing the thing backstage, and there's like the big screen in the background. And uh, a Dijak appears on the big screen. He's outside. And Dijak says, and not only is he outside, he's outside in a thunderstorm, a raging thunderstorm. And he goes, Eddie Thorpe, I'm going to mark your territory. I'm like, he's going to urinate everywhere? But instead, and they start taking his belt off. I'm like, he's going to pee all over his rug or whatever. And so Eddie ends up, or uh, Dijak takes off his belt, and I swear to God, he starts whipping a tree. He was beating his wood. He started whipping a tree with his belt. And Eddie Thorpe is so angry that he's strapping a tree that he says, I'm out of here, and he storms off. 
And I don't even think we know what happened. I don't think we ever saw follow-up. So Dijak's still out there whacking this tree with a belt, apparently. That's weird behavior. Then Was we that had... the same place that the Creeds took... Uh... What's her face? I don't know. Dom met with Carmelo, and uh, they're going to do champion versus champion next week. No belts on the line. Had a Becky promo, and Kiana showed up. Kiana James. She don't like this Becky. She don't want her here. So it looks like Becky's first challenger is going to be Kiana James. So that should be interesting. Then we had Tyler Bate versus Axiom in a tournament match. Metaphor is up on their perch, and this week Noam Dar is riding an elephant. He's on safari. He's riding an elephant. And uh, this match was so, so good that at first, like, I don't know what was up with this crowd. They're, like, just being idiots. And the match starts, and they're chanting Power Ranger at Axiom in 2023. But, man, these guys are just busting their you-know-whats. And uh, about 10 minutes in, this crowd's going nuts. They are not chanting Power Ranger anymore. This match is great. And finally, Tyler hits the lariat, hits the Tyler driver, gets the pin. His first win in their version of the G1. And then they cut to, uh, in this in this promo, he was definitely Pete Dunne. He goes, I go way back with Tyler. I was Tyler's first ever opponent when he was just 15. We had our tryout match for WWE together. And I'm going to prove next week I'm the baddest man in NXT. Pete Dunne versus Tyler Bate is coming up next. Can't wait. Then we had Joe Gacy and Ava. They're outside as well. But now it's daytime. I guess it was earlier in the day. And uh, they're talking about this tree. Is there a tie-in here with Dijak whipping the other tree? I don't know. Nor do I care. Then we had Trick and Mello meeting, and this is where uh, they shook hands, and then they leave, and poor Wesley gets mad. He throws his name tag in the whatever. Creed Brothers versus Malik and Edris. They had a uh, good match. Everybody is improving. Malik and Edris look good here. They got new gear. The Creed Brothers. I mean, this was a good match. Creed Brothers hit their combo. Brutus bomb on Malik and got the pin. And uh, this was good. We had a segment with Roxanne. Apparently, she'll be facing Lola Vice coming up. But, uh, you know, she's a baby face. But, man, she's going to get booed against Lola Vice. This, uh, this NXT crowd, Lola Vice is the biggest baby face on the show. And then Lola will be in the women's breakout tournament. We're doing the breakout tournament again. So there are a bunch of random women in the locker room that will all be in this tournament. We had a two-minute Akir Tozawa-Nathan Frazier match. They they had about five minutes of action in two minutes because they're so fast. They're just both sprinting. And finally, Frazier hits a superplex into a neckbreaker, gets the pin. And an Ali promo... And then uh, we had like 85 segments. It's like, we get a Joe Coffey promo. We get an Ali promo. We get a Wes Lee promo. We get Gigi attacking Blair Devon. All of this in like two minutes. Just too much stuff. And then the main event was Tiffany versus Becky Lynch for the NXT Women's title, as I talked about at the beginning of the show. This was a very good match. And you could see, like, it was exactly what I said yesterday. They did not have weeks to get this thing ready. And... uh it wasn't like a, a simple idiot-proof match or anything like that. I mean, they had some high spots early, and you could just see, like, Becky's calling every spot, and she's she's just guiding this match, and Tiffany was right there with her. I don't think they had any moments where they were like... There was one moment where, you know, somebody forgot something, but they covered it up great, and, uh, and they were right back on there, and then finally there at the end, they're uh, outside, 
And Tiffany is going to powerbomb Becky through the announce table, but Becky reverses it. She boots Tiffany. Tiffany ends up on the table. Becky gets up on this high barricade, and she's going to put Tiffany through this table with a leg drop. And I don't know if you've seen Becky Lynch lately, but she's got to be like, I don't know, what, 115 pounds maybe? She does this leg drop off the balcony onto the table, and this freaking table doesn't even budge. It doesn't even budge. But they're late in the match, and it's live, so she doesn't try and do it again. She throws her off the table, throws her in the ring, hits another leg drop, and uh, Tiffany kicks out of that. And then finally, they have a striking battle. Tiffany goes up top, tries the PME, misses it. Becky hits the manhandle slam, pins her clean in the middle, one, two, three. Very good main event. And uh, Becky is the new champion for the time being. And I guess we'll see what's going on here. Is she going to put Tiffany over for the belt next pay-per-view? guess we're going to find out. Yeah, Tiffany had a great uh, senton, too, off the top. Looked exactly like the first one I ever did back when I was a gymnast. It actually did. But then it got uglier over the years. So hopefully hers does not. There was a point in this world, everybody, that I had the prettiest senton ever. Toes pointed, whole nine yards. And then I uh, got old. It's not a swanton. It's not. It's a senton. I don't care what you call it. I think that name sucks. And we'll be back in a moment with more Observer Live. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family? You never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. 
In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800 943 2153. 800 943 Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Fall is here. The children are back in school. And that means we're back to the old schedule, which means today, 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern, it's Lance and I. Lance is back with a uh, with a show. We're going to be talking about all sorts of things, including... Uh, actually, I don't know what we're going to do as far as like uh, NWA TNA, because we haven't had any a couple of weeks. Maybe you watched that uh, Thunder show I was forced to watch yesterday. Boy, did that suck. You ever watch Thunder? Horrible show. And not only is it horrible, but it was a show that turns out I'd watched three years ago. And then on top of that, we start watching it as a three-hour show. So anyway... I bet you would have been happier, and you would have been happier if you watched Victory Road. What, the current Victory Road? Yes. Oh, I didn't see it. He'll tell me about it. He will. I think. I don't I even know, know if he made it there. I know there were, like, travel issues or something. So uh, we'll find out. But anyway, um, that's coming up. For sake, I hope he didn't have to go to White Plains. But, at you know. 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern. He should have just driven there. Canada to New York, that's just, like, right over well, the border. Well, yeah, I mean, if he was in Toronto. No, come on. He could have made it. But anyway, uh, we'll talk about that later on today and plenty of other stuff. Then tonight, Wrestling Observer Radio, myself and Dave Meltzer will talk about uh, Dynamite, NXT, Danielson, and this WWE sale, all the rest of the news should be a lot to talk about. It'll be very, very late, as it always is, unfortunately, on Wednesdays, but what can you do? I like getting up, uh, you know, early in the morning East Coast time, and you have just posted the show, and I know you have got to be dying. It's like, you know, 3 o'clock in the morning your time. Yeah, it's brutal. But you know, we're out of here, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.